Welcome back to the Oily Academy podcast, where we're all about taking charge of our health naturally. I'm Wendy Selvig, and today we are venturing into a topic that may sound a bit, well, creepy crawly, (laughs) but trust me, it's fascinating. We're diving into the world of parasites and cleansing. Now, I know what you're thinking, parasites, (laughs) right? A lot of people really kind of freak out when we start talking about parasites, but Hang on, because I've got an incredible guest who's here to share an eye-opening protocol on how to cleanse your body from these unwanted guests. And I'm thrilled to explore this with all of you. So get ready to learn how to kick pesky parasites to the curb and reclaim your wellness. As a side note, this podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, I am not a doctor, I am not your doctor, and we are not treating or prescribing you. So please check with your own doctor or naturopath regarding your specific health concerns. My guest today is Amy Lee, who lives with her husband and family in San Antonio, Texas. She has a master's in psychology with an emphasis in family and marriage therapy. She homeschools her two boys, and she joined Young Living on a whim in 2014 and says that Young Living saved her life. So Amy, welcome to the podcast. I definitely want to hear your story. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, A little backstory is that years ago, instead of being able to finish through and do all the things that I thought I would do with school, I kept getting pulled into holistic care. So I've worked for chiropractors and very specific doctors who were on the holistic side of things. And I always found that interesting. Well, fast forward a little bit, 2016, I find myself on the couch again for the second time in my life where my brain's not working and can't stay awake for more than two hours at a time. I'm miserable. And I have a newborn, I have a 14 year old, I have my then six year old, and I was just like, that's it. They're gonna have to come home from school and just make sure I haven't peed on myself because I can't function. They were eating mac and cheese. And I remember just being in steep prayer, like, what am I gonna do? The doctors have decided that I've got depression, it must be this, it must be, you're stressed, it's all these things. And I stopped and I just sat there and through prayer and thinking about it, I was like, I've been given a tool. I've been giving these young living things that I've never really dived into. I've never searched. And I started using their protocol for adrenal support and pulled myself up off that couch, reversed everything. And eventually now I don't even hold any diagnoses at all. Wow. Wow. Maybe we should do a podcast on adrenal support. (laughs) (laughs) Another one of my favorite topics. I do love the bugs. (laughs) We might. Well, we might come back and revisit that later. Let's continue with bugs today. (laughs) let's just really quickly define parasites first. I mean, I think most of us know, but according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, a parasite is an organism that lives on or in a host and gets its food from or at the expense of its host. And parasites, this is, the CDC says parasites can cause disease in humans. So that's really important to know. I have a really, really quick little story. Um, I used to do a lot of missionary work and um, I spent a couple months in Africa and I got some bad water. Um, we had water to be boiled on the stove and we would take that water and then put it in the fridge. Well, someone misunderstood and thought it had already been boiled and put it in the fridge. And then I drank it thinking it was the boiled water, but it had never been boiled. And I ended up with so many, I went to stomach cramps, you know, all the things. And I went to the doctor there in Africa and they were like, well, yeah, it's probably parasites and whatnot. And Um, And then, but I was like leaving like the next day. So then I came back to the United States. So I went to the doctor in the United States 
and thinking, well, I just got to get to the doctor in the United States, just, you know, thinking that would be better healthcare, right? And they're like, they tested me. They go, no, you don't have any parasites. And I'm like, really? I mean, I'm thinking the doctor in Africa told me it was, and I know I drank the bad water and it probably should be shit. He goes, well, sure. we test when, you know, here in the States, we only test for the local parasites in our area. And I'm like, well, I drank African water. So he's like, well, we don't, we can't <laughs> test for that. I'm like, you can't. So there is no test that says yeah. generally you have parasites. That's what I think everyone misunderstands. You could, yes. if you think you have parasites, you can go to the doctor. They should be able to test you and say, oh yes, it's a yes or no. You do or you don't. But if, if you've been out of your little area and they're not testing you for anything else, the answer is no, you don't have parasites. Well, and if your parasites are not presenting severe symptoms in that moment, then they're going to say, no, it's not a parasite either. It must be something else. And so I've ran into that having uh, been married to my husband for 13 years while he served uh, out of 26 years in the military. I lived in Bahrain. I lived in before it was developed. So like if you go to Bahrain now, it's like fully developed. I was there when they were still digging stuff out of the ground and we sand, barefoot sandals. Yeah, it was gross. I've lived in Japan where, you know, we eat anything that's local. If they said, eat it, we're like, sure, we'll try it. Yeah. And, you know, we've traveled in other places throughout the Asia and stuff. So it naturally you become exposed, but I also grew up in the Ozark mountains. I'm from mm-hmm. Arkansas initially grew up barefoot, go into the local rivers and lakes, had well water, never thought anything of my life in regards to growing up. It's perfect. I got this pristine water from the earth. I get to go swimming in fresh water, you know, as played around be. a little bit. Yeah. Played around in stagnant pools to collect <laughs> the toads or the frogs or whatever. Like you did things. Never once put anything to it. But I got really sick in Costa Rica, excuse me, in the Dominican Republic. I got really sick in the Dominican Republic, came back three weeks in and they're like, oh, we think it's probably crypto. And I'm like, okay, great. What's that? And they're like, oh, it's this weird bacteria that can survive chlorine for more than 10 days. Oh, nice. So the only thing they gave me was a small antibiotic and just get over it. So I thought I was dying. I begged to be left in Dominican. I was like, just leave me. I can't fly. <laughs> they should never have allowed me back in the United States under the circumstances to which I looked. I was laying in the Miami airport floor begging to be left there. I was so sick. Oh my. Oh, it's no big deal. Just, you know, it'll run its course. And when I uh, came back from Bahrain, I had these weird things in my feet and I kept trying to go to all these doctors and they kept telling me, oh, they don't know what it is. It must be warts. It must be and treated it for everything. Never got rid of them. And I did this parasite cleanse and bam, never have had those things come back again. And I will be on, I'm on my second cleanse now. I'm in wow. the middle of my second cleanse now. Okay. So tell us about the cleanse itself. Like, where did you get the protocol? What, what do you do? What do you use? Okay, so the protocol is I, I got initially watching um, a cancer documentary, and it was, I think, a Netflix thing some years ago. And a gentleman had there, Dr. Newsum, I think is his name, N U Z U M. And he was discussing the protocol that you first clean the colon and then you clean the bladder and then you will do a lymphatic cleanse, a stomach cleanse, and then you do a parasite cleanse. And I was like, oh, there's an order to things. Okay, cool. Well, listening to some old podcasts that I got my hands on, not podcasts, but uh, internet video recordings of the Young Living Protocol is that every single one of them said, clean the colon. If your exit's not clean, if it's not got a a smooth slide all the way out, you're going to have backup, bloating, misery, and other things. Well, 
fast forward, we get through COVID and it's all the trend on TikTok. Everyone's doing a parasite cleanse and everyone's having all these problems. So the absolute first thing you have to do is do the colon cleanse. I do the colon cleanse um, like we have with Young Living with the Comfortone and the Essential Zyme. And um, is it Detox Zyme that's with that one? Uh, no, um, Comfortone, ICP. ICP, that's what yeah, it is. The and cleansing the trio. Zyme. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I did it where, and I wish I could remember where I got this program. But you start with day one and you take Comfortone one in the morning. And then day two, you're going to take one comfort tone in the morning and one comfort tone at night. Day three, you're going to take two in the morning, two at night. Day four, it's three in the morning, three at night, and so on, up until you're at 10 in the morning and 10 at night. Wow. And you are doing this along with your essential zyme three times a day, but you're trying to pass a mucoid plaque and you'll know it when you pass it. Do you just do that. <laughs> and a lot of that people sounds like, oh, I feel so much awesome. <laughs> and for some people, you're taking it with your ICP. I think that's like a tablespoon two or three times a day. Yeah. Or once a day. Um, but you're looking for bowel movements to two to three times a day because technically you are supposed to use the restroom for as many times as you eat. So if you eat three meals a day, then you should be using the restroom three times a day. Most of us are told it's perfectly healthy if you go once a day. So just be aware when you do the colon cleanse, you're going to empty a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. What is a mucoid plaque? I mean, I know, but I want you to tell us. (laughs) It's kind of this slimy build up lining in your colon. And when it comes out, it usually comes out in one long, slimy looking flat poo almost. It's it's, it'll be bumpy and wiggly. It'll look just like the inside of your colon, but just this big, long mess. Um, I think shutting a lining. Yeah. And it can take up to 18 months for the record for that to pass. Wow. I have two weeks and it passes. So I don't know if I just, um, can get rid of it quickly. I don't know what the science is behind that. Some people it's six weeks, some people it's 18 months. Are you talking 18 months of doing comfort tone 10 a day mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the morning and 10 at night? Yes, ma'am. Holy moly. Yeah. Okay. But That's you want new- that plaque gone. You want that part removed because in that way, they don't have something else to grab a hold of or be locked into or hiding because parasites hide in the lining of things, the lining right. of your organs, the lining of your colon and so forth. That plaque allows them to have a beautiful barrier that will prevent them from coming. They can continue to hide behind it no matter how much you're doing. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to look into that a little more too. Wondering about essential zyme because I know essential zyme eats up all that plaque. Yes. Which is probably because I've always taken a lot of extra enzymes. I don't have a gallbladder. So Uh that probably is why I can go in two weeks and it's not a big deal for me. But like I said, some people it's a lot longer. Yeah. Um, the, I do essential Zion ramping sometimes too, and kind of the same thing, but it like, I know that the goal is to eat up that plaque. And so it's just very interesting. Thank you for that. It's no, very gross. Going. It's gross. It's, <laughs> I, that's, I wanted to say that's the grossest you'll ever encounter, but that's a lie. 
That's, <laughs> that's step one of grossness. Yes. That's, that's step one. So after that, I usually take about two weeks off and rest, just rest my body. Uh, I hit it up with the Ningxia. I'm just getting myself ready, even emotionally and mentally for the next step. And now the first time I did this was a little over a year ago and I took the two weeks off and I did not know what I was getting into. And so this time I ended up doing almost a month because I was just paranoid. I'm like, I know what's coming and I just don't want to do it again. <laughs> you just, I just have to psych myself up for this. <laughs> yes. And it took me a little longer to get myself psyched. The para-free I use exactly as it says. The Young Living Para-Free protocol is three in the morning, three at night kind of deal on the back of the bottle. And I've not exceeded it or used any less. Occasionally I've done two if it's causing a lot of stomach upset, okay. but usually, um, and I take mine with Comfortone. I take it with three Comfortone in the morning and three at night. Some people t I read um, on a couple of websites because there's not a lot of information about the right. Young Living Para-Free. And so some people were saying to take it with um, multigreens or both depending mm. on what you need it to cleanse. Multigreens has a lot of, well, not a lot, but it has enough iron in it for me who has hematomacrosis. So I don't take the multigreens, but I do take the comfort time. Okay. So how long do you do the pear-free? And so, so pear -free, what results? <laughs> uh, the results are totally different from how long you do it. So the bottle says you do three weeks, take a rest, and then you start your next cycle. Three weeks, okay. take a rest, take your next cycle. You do three cycles. So essentially three months. Okay. And the reason you do that is the same reason if you had insects in your house, if you had an infestation in your house, you would also treat it three months in a row to get rid of the adults, the juveniles and the eggs. Yes. So it's the okay. same thing with parasites. They have a life cycle as well. They don't just come to your body and are one size forever. They also lay eggs. And when they think they're dying, they lay thousands more eggs. Gross. So doing a month isn't going to solve your problem. You're going to make matters worse. And I've right, you're probably going to feel worse if you only do it one more at one time. Yeah, and you may not feel worse right away because you may just have laid the eggs and then they hatch and then they go through the system. And maybe you were lucky enough to get rid of some, but once they start setting in, mm. other things may set in. And it depends on where they, what parasites you have and what lining they decide to attach to. They can attach to the lungs. They can attach to the liver. They can attach yeah. to the colon. They even attach in the brain. Yeah. They attach to the heart. I mean, people have problems with their spleen and it's sometimes just parasites. Uh, yeah. And so, there, I mean, just for people who aren't really up on parasites, there are multiple kinds of parasites because there's Multitudes. like the there's the protozoa, which are like the single cell parasites. They infect your blood, your intestines, brain, skin, eyes. There's the kind that are like the flukes, tapeworms, roundworms, thorny headworms, that kind of stuff. And then there's, then there's the kind that like burrow into your skin. Like you said, tell me about that. You said there were some in your feet. Yeah. It, it's the funniest thing. You couldn't see them because they're microscopic in their own being. Okay. And so I would get these like pinhead blisters way under the skin. They turn black hard, and then they would just peel. My whole foot would just peel mm. around the spot. And eventually the black part would fall away. And now I've just got this open wound I'm trying to fix. And a couple of times a year, especially if it was hot or moist, like, you know, in the summer with sandals, you're at the pool all the time or what I would get these things, they would come back, couldn't mm -hmm. figure out where, what they were. And 
every podiatrist I saw was dumbfounded. And I even explained to the first couple that I was like, look, I was overseas in the Middle East when I picked these up, picked up whatever this is when this started and no one had an answer. So that was in 20, um, well, 2004, 2005, and no one had an answer. So here we are. Yeah. I did yeah. my first cleanse in 2023, right? Wow. Yeah. No, 2022 was my first cleanse. So all that time, nobody had an answer. I did the cleanse and I've never had them again. Never had an issue. They've never came back. My feet are beautifully healed. Wow. No scarring, nothing. And it's just the craziest thing. But that was the first thing I saw on my stool, I bet. What I love to see that what I love to hear though is that by you know taking the pear free, it affected it wasn't just affecting your intestinal tract or the blood, it affected even the skin. The yes. The, the parasites in your skin. That's, that's so encouraging because there's so many different, you know, you think, well, you probably would have to put something topically on, on parasites there. Yeah, I was, and I was told multiple times it's probably just athlete's foot even. So some people may be walking around with the same condition and it, they're yeah. treating it all wrong. And that's what parasites do. Wow. 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 They wow, mimic. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so uh, go ahead. I was going to back up a little bit and say what got me to that point too of doing the parasite cleanse. I didn't just jump in one day and it wasn't just the TikTok fad and why I chose to use Young Living. Do you mind if we back up? Yeah, a little go, bit? go there. Okay. All right. So in 2020, we had the COVID, it came through, right? Everyone's getting it, it's catching it, it's going through. I got, I caught the COVID for the third time. And I had finally had enough. I'd almost just deathly ill the first two times. I called frontline doctors and had asked them. And they're the first ones to introduce me to like, hey, you know, you can't catch it. This is rare that you catch it. It's usually less than 1% that catch it a second time. I don't think your body's getting rid of it. I'm going to give you ivermectin. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, like we're now stuck in the whole conspiracy theory of pharmacology versus, you know, these alternative routes. And I was like, here we go. I yep. took the ivermectin and I didn't really notice anything, but I was like, why ivermectin? And that odd way of him saying you can't catch it and you're not getting rid of it. And so I got down this whole shoot of parasite. We host a parasite in our body, but a parasite hosts a virus. Ooh. And there's a lot of research. There's one research paper that calls it a menage a trois of the system because our body, the parasite can't live without a host and the virus can't live without the parasite being its host. And every time that we're reintroduced to that virus, we have a tendency to catch that virus again when we never left our body because it's inside. So it just kind of more reactivates than catches. Mm, yeah. Okay. So I've been deathly ill my whole life, caught every cold. Someone sneezed a mile away. I was going to catch it. I knew it. <laughs> and since I did my first cleanse, I never have gotten these things that are going around. My kids are healthy. I'm healthy. I'm like, no, that's a joke. That's a fluke. And a year and a half later, and I can still say my immune system has even had a positive influence from doing the parasite cleanse. Wow. 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 Okay. Well, that's amazing. So tell me if somebody does this protocol where they're doing pure free, um, and they do it, you know, the three times and whatnot, what can they expect to see? <laughs> like, what can they, 
And mo- and I mean that in multiple ways. Like, what can they expect to, how do they know it's working? How do they know, what do they look for? Um, how how will they feel? Like, are they going to feel worse than better? I mean, they can, because detox causes some adverse reactions, period. Yeah. Um, so they can at first. Some people, I remember calling um, my upline and having some questions uh, in regards to this and, and having a difference. Uh, Gary has said that if it upsets your stomach, take it with food. The bottle says take without food. So if it is upsetting your stomach, go ahead and take yeah. it with food. Yeah. Um, I still take mine without food, but I can take inner defense without food and think nothing of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have so, a solid um, stomach. <laughs> yeah, I, I apparently I do. Um, so the things to expect when you start it is it does have a strong kind of taste to it. So if you are responding to it in a belchy way, you may belch up some of that stronger cinnamon bark and oregano and some of the other things that are in it. You'll taste it almost like you would if you were doing inner defense, mm-hmm. but it's a little different. If you have a little bit of a sensitivity like I do to juniper, I have issues with juniper and I um, get a little bit of a tingly tongue at times, but not enough to keep me from moving forward. So those are the extreme, like adverse reactions. The common so maybe ones a little are, food along with that would help it go down. Well, and water intensifies everything, but you need the water to help flush. So just keep mm-hmm. that in mind that if you do that, you might do a watered down mink shot instead of straight water. Okay. Um, but most people experience bloating, diarrhea, a sudden need to go, sometimes uncontrollable. Some people have reported. This even is a having, cleansing. Yeah. This is cleansing your system. Your, yeah. It's like if flushing you, out pipes that are all yucky and you're going to have to see some rust and crud come out. Yeah. The best part though is in the stool. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. That's what I'm look, waiting for. Let's hear it. Look. Just look in the stool. You'll see. Um, I know like for me, the first couple of weeks, mine rotates in like two weeks. My body, I've noticed just like the mucinoid uh, plaque was two weeks. I noticed like in two, every two weeks, I'd start to bloat and then I'd have a, you know, week of good movement and then two weeks of bloating and, you know, we can, so mine rotated in two weeks and I was still consistent every day, but you could just feel the buildup and then the flush out. And for the first little bit, I didn't notice. But then that second two weeks that came along, I was like, what is this? Oh, you guys are not going to believe I'm going to cut it off right there. I'm so sorry. But we do have another 20 minutes of this interview. And so I'm going to cut this in half and have two separate episodes. Well, you guys, we are going to hear what she saw in her poo on the next episode. I can't believe I actually just even said that on air. Um, But yes, we are. And I'm not going to make you wait another week to hear it. I'll upload that episode very soon. So hang tight and join us on the next episode of the Oily Academy podcast.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.